0: Hey everyone, we're back for another episode of Drunken Uncultured.
1: I'm Lindsay. And I'm Stephanie. So, this episode is a continuation of our last episode on our 2017 roundup.
0: We realized we had so much to say that we wanted to take a second episode to let all of our
1: thoughts out. This was recorded at the same time as our last episodes, so things got more interesting with the more beer we drank. Uh, so, here's episode two. Okay, so let's move on to TV. Um, I only have one written down, and it's The Good Place. And I know you haven't watched that. I haven't
0: had the opportunity to watch. I have a very shitty schedule right now.
1: It has uh, Ted Danson, um, Kristen Bell, and Steph has a really great Kristen Bell story um, that we'll save for another podcast. It's a different
0: episode.
1: Um, but it's a great show. It, I can't even describe like how good it is because it does everything you expect and then just keeps going. Um, so if you have not watched The Good Place, it's probably one of my favorite shows on TV right now. Um, do you watch It's Always Sunny? Oh, I love It's
0: Always Sunny.
1: Last season, and I'm hoping it's 2017, and if not, I'm going to talk about it anyways. Um, I'm going to talk about it again for The,
0: the rest things. of our entire podcast? No, I'm
1: going to talk about it again in the 2018 episode, I guess. Um, but the season was phenomenal. I love how dark D gets in some of ep- some some of these episodes. I um, love D. My favorite scene in the season was uh, the PTSD episode. In the end, they're like, "That was dark, D. <laughs> <laughs> that was the darkest I've ever seen you go." <laughs> um, do you have any? So, oh, Stranger I, Things.
0: I was gonna, not even.
1: We'll I go was, to that. We'll talk we'll That's talk a about separate topic, but
0: <laughs> my favorite show of 2017 was definitely Game of Thrones. Oh, of course. So, I've read all of the existing books.
1: I, I love
0: George R.R. R. Martin. I don't
1: love George R.R. R. Martin because I think he... I I'm think he's a
0: big wiener,
1: I'm not gonna but say that's how I a feel about different him.
0: discussion. That's a separate episode. Yeah, I'm not going to say
1: him. how I feel about him because it's very disappointing that he's taking so long to write the next book. The sh- the
0: showrunners do us, such yeah. a good job. I listen to podcasts to the discussing the show.
1: I mean, you're doing a rewatch right now too. I'm
0: doing a rewatch. I'm a part of the nights rewatch. I love it.
1: It's oysters, a- clams, and cockles. Did I get it right? Yeah, inside?
0: it's a plug for another podcast we're fans of Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. They are currently in the middle of the night's rewatch of the Game of Thrones series from episode one. Right now, we're in the middle, uh, like, episode six, seven, I don't know off the top of my head, of season two. So we're towards the beginning. So if you've not been listening to that other podcast, just check it out. It's fun to watch the episodes. From the beginning. So, that's been a good time.
1: I haven't done that, actually. Like, I've literally just watched it in order. If you...
0: So, I didn't even start watching the series until I finished reading the books, which took me
1: a long time. What season are we in now? Like, last season was season, season seven. Seven? I started watching it in season six.
0: So... I it
1: took did, me a long time. I
0: didn't start reading the books until season four was right. on air. And then I read all of the books. And then I caught up to speed during season six. So, like, I read all the books, started binge-watching the series, and then I got brought back up to speed. And I love the series. So, I mean, I loved the books.
1: I. I also, I mean... The season was very good. Oh, I didn't yeah. love that it was so short, but I also like the fact that the episodes were really long. Um, I do want to say something. Like that's I don't I don't think it's controversial. Controversial. Oh, um, I, I want to hear this. <laughs> I think it's insane that Jamie and Cersei get so much shit for being in like an incestuous relationship. There's but the someone. same. But at the same time, we're like, oh, but Jon and Janie do it. But it's like, you guys. Everyone it's a feels...
0: different number of relatives removed. But mean, I'm not about it either way. But it just funny personally, that it just
1: I'm not either. Um, I think it's just because I want Jon Snow for myself.
0: No, <laughs> but I think Daenerys so... can do better, and I think I think Jamie can do better than Cersei oh, I lo- as well. I mean,
1: you're are you team Jamie and Brienne?
0: Oh, absolutely. So
1: this is our big divide. I'm team Tormund and Brienne. Oh, I'm a of big Jamie. Yeah. No. I think my favorite scene of last season is Torben talking about their monster babies. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, you know Brienne of Tarth? No, okay. you know what?
0: <laughs> Brienne of Tarth can do her own thing. Oh, I... Choose her own life because she is a badass bitch.
1: She's a strong woman. She I is love a her. very
0: strong she's ass woman. She's one of
1: my favorite characters, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Um... All
0: right, so that's Game of Thrones. Game of
1: Thrones. (laughs) Um, Also
0: this year, Stranger Things released its second season. So in Chicago specifically, I feel like that was a big deal.
1: I mean, it's because Joe Keery, who plays Steve, is from Chicago. I mean,
0: he did a... His character this second season... He progressed so much. Exactly. So, I mean, between... The writing progressing him and the just him being a his band growing and him I love being his band as well. Separate episode.
1: Separate but episode.
0: But him growing in fame and him being a better actor with training.
1: I think Chicago it's, love.
0: I mean Chicago loves Stranger Things because it takes
1: place in Indiana.
0: And Chicago absorbs everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, Indiana is basically Chicago.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: But I think... We're gonna get some
0: hate for that, but I'm from Detroit, and we hate (laughs) anything, so
1: it's fine. I loved how... I love the memes about Steve being a mom, and I think it's incredible how... He was initially written off, written to be like a bad guy and a villain, and they loved him like so much. Like a douchebag? Yeah, he was supposed to be like... How the bi- douchey is it,
0: boyfriend? Is it like? Billy?
1: The guy with the mullet? Is that Billy? Yeah. Is that his name? Um, in the show, he was written in to be basically that villain that Steve wasn't. Yeah. And they liked Joe Kerry so much that they basically made him a bigger character than he was supposed to be. Um, I love that. I also love Dustin and Steve's relationship and how it progressed throughout the whole season uh i think
0: they did a better job with writing this season i think some of the storyline as a whole didn't work as well as in the very very first season which happens i don't blame them for that i'm not upset for it but
1: I mean, they have to figure out a way to keep the storyline going.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I agree. I mean, I support. I
1: enjoyed it. Is it what was what was number eight's name? Was it number eight? Number six? Eight. Eight. Um, I think they introduced that entire storyline, and they didn't have much to go with it. Like I think they could have done a lot more with that.
0: I've heard rumors that's not. It it will either pick up in season season three, or it will not. So that could easily branch either way. Because, like, unless they're willing to draw on that storyline they built with Eleven, then they wasted their time. If they're going to build on that, that's great. They've built us up to hell for Season 3. If not, they wasted our time at Season 2.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's only... (laughs) it gets to a point where there's only so far that they can go and I mean it was just it was a good season standalone like it yeah. was a, it was a good show I enjoyed
0: it Trending I is love a great
1: Stranger Things Stranger Things is a great show and I uh, have to admit like I did not watch Stranger Things in 2016 when it came out I literally started watching it in October no in September of this of 2017 um, and I binge watched the entire thing and I loved it and Derek was literally like oh well at least you only have a month to wait um, but it was great and I love it and I own a shirt now that has like the kids' names and I, I fucking I love Stranger Things.
0: I also love Stranger Things. I mean I I fell in love through a weird kind of situation Stop where she's being
1: emphatic and throwing her hands around. Yeah, man. throwing my hands throwing in the hand air. air.
0: Um by, Miley sorry now worked with one of the costume designers on the show.
1: That's pretty cool. So
0: that was the first time I ever heard of the show. And I mean, it had already been out on Netflix at the time I found out all of this. That was still pretty early for the show being released. So I immediately was like, Oh, I should watch this show to support your friend that I know. So I should was like, Oh, I'll watch an episode, see how it is. You know, like, and I was like, this show was incredible. What the fuck have I been doing?
1: See, Derek told me about the show and was like, "You need to watch this" because he watched it and like basically, basically binge watched it. And it was during my internship, so he he was in Florida and I was here. Oh yeah. Um, and told me to watch it, and I watched the first episode and I got like really nervous because I was really afraid of the kids dying. Oh yeah. Um, and that was the only reason I didn't continue watching it. And then finally, like the second season was showing up Coming on Netflix. Up, yeah, yeah, I was showing up on Netflix. So all the previews like big hype around it. It's like, I guess I should do this. If you can promise me that none of the kids are going to die. Cause like, I can't handle that. Like they're adorable. And I think that I, they're cute and I can't do this. Um, and he promised it and I watched it and it was amazing. And I think that Barb, the Barb
0: storyline. So sad. Barb deserved. Yes. Barb
1: deserved more. <laughs> Barb
0: deserved So much more. Um, Alright, so... Moving on. <laughs> let's talk about our final TV big series of the year. And I want to talk about Rick and Marty. Oh, Rick and Morty! So...
1: So they started off 2017 with that teaser episode on April Fool's Day. Right. And you have no idea. Like, it's a great episode. And, like, you're, there's all these theories online that were, like, is it real? Is it just, like, Rick and uh, Rick's imagination? Like... Are they even coming out with a season because there was the whole issue where they weren't even producing it because right. they couldn't agree on an idea. Right, 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 And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, BT Dubs coming at you.
0: They released the first episode at SDCC
1: Yeah, it was last it was spring, weekend, right?
0: Well, so the first episode came out on April Fool's Day because Adult Swim is the bomb. And then SDCC last late spring. So what, what was that? End of April, early May. I don't something know something like
1: that. Something like that.
0: And they had a private. That's Szechuan
1: sauce.
0: They no, this was before Szechuan sauce. No, it was in that episode. Wasn't the first
1: one? It was in the first episode. So
0: this was before the Szechuan sauce got like insane. But the. The second, I think it was the first and the second episode showed at, like, a park in L.A. around SDCC. Because the only reason I know this is because I follow through the Nerdist company. Some of their members were at this
1: event. So you the, the second episode is Rick Mansing the Stone, right?
0: I can't remember
1: right now. I mean, I'm Googling right now just to check. Oh, it's the episode where they like, go into the alternate universe, so it's Mad Max. No, that was the first episode. No, the first episode is when Rick breaks out of the jail. And oh, yeah, yeah, he's, like, yeah. In his so head the second
0: episode yeah. is the Mad Max episode.
1: Yes. It's like Rick Mancing the Stone is the second episode. I'm pretty sure. Where
0: it's the Mad Max?
1: Yeah. Where yeah. like, Summer dates that dude. He's like the the guy
0: from the Mad Max episode.
1: What is your favorite episode of that season?
0: Of season? The
1: newest season? Of the newest season. And if you can't remember, I will... Let me pull up the episode. Hold on. I'm pulling it up.
0: I am pulling it
2: up right now. I like Pickle Rick. Big ol' Rick! Big ol'
1: Rick!
2: <laughs> so I think we, that's my. Start... Yeah, so, so I <laughs>
0: I have wanted to talk about, we will say. was episode. We do we have an episode
1: planned just for
0: Rick and Morty. Yeah, we have an episode planned for just Rick and Morty. But this episode, we mostly wanted to talk about the effect that Rick and Morty had this year. So, if you have been anywhere on the internet, which I hope you have.
1: Fair warning, I'm opening a beer.
0: <laughs> you have seen Rick and Morty on the internet. I mean, McDonald's and the There's Szechuan these, sauce all over was here. everywhere on the internet. Between people intentionally throwing a hissy fit to make popular on the internet, and, and between like, people just wanting to talk about it, like that's—I
1: that's mean, a it was so of- big that McDonald's brought back Szechuan sauce, yeah. for a day, and people waited in line for hours to get it and didn't get it. Like it. I mean, people- Rick and Morty is like. The fan base and the reach they have is incredible. Like, people love Rick and Morty.
0: swim TV show as
1: well, like, it's a huge fan base. It really is, and I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. You're a big Rick and Morty fan. Oh, I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. Pretty much everybody I'm friends with are big Rick and Morty fans, and it, it depresses me a little bit to see the internet hate on Rick and Morty fans, but I also get it. I mean, I mean, people are people that are trash ruin people yeah, no people matter
0: what they like. So 100%. We hang out with people that are Rick and Morty fans.
1: But they're that, like normal Rick and Morty fans. They're like people that Rick we, and Morty is like. We
0: thought their life. the Szechuan sauce thing was hilarious.
1: Yes, but I, I was
0: in Texas on vacation seeing all of this happen, and my boyfriend and I were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, This shit is wild. Like, we were there for a music festival. And people were like, yeah, we've been waiting in line for Szechuan sauce. And we're like, you know there's a big music festival down the street.
1: Also, you know that you could just, like, mix barbecue sauce and sweet and sour sauce and basically get Szechuan sauce? I'm not
0: trying to... Also,
1: I think it's hilarious that Dan Harmon tried Szechuan sauce and was like, it's all right.
0: Szechuan After sauce was not great. You know what's better? Chick-fil-A sauce.
1: Chick-fil-A right. sauce is phenomenal. Right? Not on topic for this episode. No, but Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I would rather have my chicken nuggets. What's nights? the thing that people used to say in like middle school and elementary school? Not on task. <laughs> we're off task. Maybe that was a Florida thing.
0: I mean, we're <laughs> off task already because we're talking about Szechuan sauce, so... <laughs>
1: I mean, it's because we're, like, but multiple gin and tonics, shots, beers in. Who knows what you are had to drink tonight. <laughs> this is Drunk and Uncultured. This is what happens.
0: Rick and Morty, I enjoyed the season this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. I... I don't necessarily think it was the strongest season, but I think, no. like, individually, there were some very... Good... I think this season had some of the best individual episodes. I agree. I don't think, like, as a whole, if you were to add up the strong episodes and the weaker episodes, it was the best season, but I, I think agree. it was um it was a solid season.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, pickle
1: Rick was hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, there pickle was some. Pickle Rick. Good, there were some good episodes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I will always support Rick and Morty. I so mean, you have that
1: RTJ Rick and Morty shirt. I do. I.
0: And you want spoiler to that- alert? I am a daylight curfew fan. Where I will wear Rick and Morty and Run the Jewels combined merchandise. What is
1: Daylight Curfew?
0: It's the company that sells the crossover merchandise. Where they sell uh, the Rick and Morty Run the Jewels merchandise. Because that one time we were at Logan Arcade. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I love your Rick and Morty shirt. He goes... Oh, it's a daylight curfew shirt. And he pulls it out. It's got the Run the Jewels <laughs> merchandise logo on right. it. And I was like,
1: bruh. No, and you also went to the Run the Jewels um, headquarters event, right? Ugh, or no, the Rick and Morty.
0: So, all right. Let's move into our next series of events. I think we've talked as much as we're going to talk about TV.
1: And I think we probably overdone our TV at the point. Probably. So, um, just talking about Rick and Morty. So, general, general life.
0: In Chicago. I mean, for
1: it's not even just in Chicago. Just in our uh, life in 2017.
0: Yeah. So I went, I'm a big fan of pop-up bars in Chicago. Yep. I'm a big fan of anything that's new in Chicago. I've been here for a while.
1: There's a really great bar called, or I guess series of bars called Emporium. Emporium?
0: Well, yep. Emporium is a arcade bar, which is cool as fuck. They own a space where they will do pop-up bars, where the theme changes every month to two months to two. like a
1: couple weeks. depending week.
0: week. on the time frame. I've, I've
1: been there where it's a a five-day panic again, throwing your hands around, hitting the mic. <laughs> too many too many brains. I don't know. Um, <laughs>
0: too they'll many they'll rings. have a space where it's opened for 3 days, 5 days, whatever. It, it depends on what they're trying to do. I've been lucky enough, I mean, Lindsay, unfortunately, you haven't lived here long enough to be like at all of the pop-ups for this year?
1: No, yeah, I haven't I've seen been as many to as the
0: majority know. of the larger pop-ups yeah. this year. So, I got on to this train this year during um great american beer fest which takes place outside of chicago chicago decided to have their own event where pipeworks brewing which currently does not have their own tap room decided to open a tap room for a week so me and a couple of friends were like oh we should go check this out because this sounds cool as hell because Obviously, this brewery has some great beers. We should check it out on tap. So me and a few of my coworkers went. We loved it. This space, since that day that this place opened, has been a bomb pop-up bar.
1: They've done some really great stuff.
0: They really have. And I was expecting it to be like, oh, let's hang out, have some chill beers.
1: I mean, they go all out. Like, They I, really go all out. I didn't go to the Run the Jewels one, so I don't know what that's like. Ugh.
0: Let me back up before you start talking about mm-hmm. that. I convinced my boyfriend after three full days at Lollapalooza plus an after show to be like, we gotta go to this Run the Jewels bar. I loved Run the Jewels. I had... N- I had seen not even
1: loved with the D, like love. Love love. love, 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 love. So
0: I saw them live for the very first time that Friday. They played before the killers at Lollapalooza 2017. Sunday, I convinced Steve to go to the pop-up bar because he came to the pipeworks he came to their secondary which was like a barbecue theme it was like a backyard chill out drink some rosa no surf bar was before then okay i don't know what they called it but like it was all like Rosa beer from Revolution themed right. barbecue, like hang out, drink some beer, drink some mezcal. Like also,
1: we're not sponsored by. We're not Ed sponsored Born. by
0: any of this. We're just talking we just about are very what into. we. We're just talking about what we're into. I'm just fucking like lost my computer. So they had the Run the Jewels theme, which was incredible. Yeah, we got to drink. Uh, Stay Gold, which was a collaboration between Pipeworks and a Brooklyn brewery about how much they loved Run the Jewels.
1: I feel like they just, and just generally loves Run the Jewels, because I I thought Christmas had like a, a Run the Jewels themed drink. Like a Christmas fucking miracle.
0: We can talk about that later. Because <laughs> we can have a Run the Jewels episode cause I will talk about Run the Jewels.
1: But in general, like Emporium has done some really great pop-ups. They did the Stranger Things pop-up that they went all so out on. So the
0: Upside Down was a huge thing for Chicago in I mean, 2017. It, it
1: went viral. It really, like their, so their cease I've and desist s- letter was on the internet and people saw that. So, and that
0: was an incredible bar. So, the- It was so well Emporium done. The pop-up in general, I mean, even before the Upside Downs, like, during Run the Jewels, well, they called it Stay Gold. Right. So- But they dur- go all
1: out. Like, so they do it.
0: during big. Stay Gold, they had the entire bar was painted white. Like, it's a building. It's not like it stands alone. Like, right. they painted the entire inside white and gold, had a whole setup for Run the Jewels. And Run the Jewels was not even made aware of this. And they were like, you know what? That sounds cool as fuck. Let's show See, up. See, I didn't
1: know that they did Let's know about show
0: it. up and play some shit.
1: That's why I love Run the Jewels, because they do I shit do. like that. I know. Like, it's- so when the Stranger Things bar popped up, Netflix just sent them a cease and desist. Like, Run the Jewels totally could have sent them a season and desist and like, don't, don't do this. Yeah. But they're such incredible people that they're like, no, that's awesome. Let's be part of this.
0: Yeah. Let's show up and drink these cocktails that they made for us. Yeah. Because Killer Mike was like, all, like we showed up. The very last possible day Mm -hmm. where all the cocktails were out. And they were like, you can have the two beers that were on tap. And me and Steve were like, yeah, these are the beers we came here to try. Right. And we were chit-chatting with the bartender because we've been to every single pop-up there. And they were like, yeah, Uh, Killer Mike just, like, showed up. And it wasn't really a planned thing. So Killer Mike played the one day, and the second day LP showed up with him. Because we had booked Trackstar to play with us. Like, like just DJ the whole night, whatever. You know, monies to play for, you know, the DJ. No. As soon as Kill, uh, Trackstar showed up, DJ Mike was like, Nah, I want to come play at a bar themed around me.
1: No, that's, I mean, that's incredible about them.
0: I mean... Like, they're just... It's,
1: we're getting to the RTJ thing again, but... We're going back to RTJ. But, like, nobody can deny the fact that they're just great people and that they really appreciate that people love them. Oh, I know! And, uh, like, like, going back to the Stranger Things pop-up bar that came up after that. Like, Netflix... I talked to the bartender for a while, um, in December, but Netflix ended the season. and desist, like, a few days in, and Netflix was great, gracious enough to say... You know, go ahead and finish out your run. Like you say, you're stopping this day, stop that day. Um, but like RTJ was embraced it, versus like Netflix saying, like, all right, this is kind of like a pain in the ass. It's
0: an RTJ thing.
1: Yeah, it is an RTJ thing. But also, the Stranger Things pop up. Like the Upside Down was phenomenal. They like put furniture on the ceiling for the Upside Down. All right,
0: so they had that
1: wall with the letters. While and the we're lights.
0: talking about this, let's talk about the Upside Down. Because that was, I've been to probably every single pop up that Emporium have,
1: has done. That was, I honestly so, one of my favorites.
0: My personal favorite, being an RTJ fan, was the Rump, the Stay Gold right. bar. But the Upside Down was an incredible addition. To they Chicago did in twenty seventeen.
1: A really great job. It went, like I said, viral. It. People I'm knew still. About I'm that.
0: still seeing things online, like that say, "Hey, but it wasn't even go like, to the upside down. It wasn't and it even was, like they have
1: asked it though.
0: No, it was not like an advertised no. thing. The only reason I knew it was happening was because I follow what goes on at Emporium. Because yeah.
1: Emporium's a great bar. I mean, all I of go their to, locations. I want to go to great. every one of their pop ups. Like, yeah. I love it.
0: I love Emporium, and so everything I've done with them has been incredible. They I've don't, enjoyed it.
1: They don't half-ass. Like they do, they go all the way for it. Dude,
0: my favorite pop-up of 2017, as big as up, the Upside Down was. Was it the room? It was no. The,
1: it was the spooky one. The it Halloween was one.
0: Uh, House of the Dead.
1: Was it the Halloween one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: House of the Dead <laughs> was my favorite. I'm a huge, like, I'm afraid of everything. Uh, I'm a huge claustrophobic, and i loved the House of the Dead Halloween bar this year. So Emporium has done other huge things this year besides just the Upside Down, which is what, like, ruled the internet this year. So, moving on from Emporium, which, as I hope you know, broke the internet in 2017 with the Upside Out. Can we
1: just go, stop for a second and talk about the phrase, broke the internet? Oh. It's fucking awful.
0: It's awful, but... Yes. You I, I get, know. You get what you're saying. Empo- I'm still getting people to message me on Facebook saying, like, oh, you should go to this imp- this upside down thing. And I was like, that shut down in September. Yeah. Like, I love Netflix and I love Emporium. So I love when Emporium's done because I have been, I've gotten super drunk there.
1: Oh yeah, I've gotten drunk. We got fuck I got fucking hammered at Revolution um Oktoberfest and that, that was, was there. Like, that was right there. I that know. was during I Upside know. Down. I went there on. I, I got fucking hammered on Saturday, and then we and you went, went on no,
0: Sunday. The Upside yeah, Down.
1: Yep. And also got hammered. Um, but moving on. So back. Other on, things that broke the internet.
0: Back to Emporium in the fall. Um, my friend was there we were there during the revive skate shop pop up right at the end of November and my friend and I were drunk enough to convince the DJ who was only playing vinyl dance music to play Eddie Murphy's party (laughs) all the time. So I owe my my friend Justin, to this day, a shot of tequila for getting the DJ to play Eddie Murphy's party all the time. So, Justin, if you're listening to this, I owe you a shot of tequila.
1: And we also just did a shot of tequila.
0: <laughs> and we also just did a shot of tequila, tequila without
1: you. All right, moving on.
0: Miscellaneous from
1: 2017.
0: Fiona, so, oh, Fiona the hippo was my girl in 2017. <laughs>
1: She's very cute hippo. So,
0: Fiona but I mean, the our hippo is not
1: cute. Are any hippos not cute?
0: No, I I think all hippos are cute, but Fiona the hippo is especially
1: cute. Oh, absolutely. I think Steph's looking at photos of Fiona to. To give her some ideas of how cute she is.
0: So, if you guys are not aware of Fiona, she was a baby hippo born in the early summer this year at the Cincinnati, Ohio Zoo. Which is, I mean, not a lot of good comes
1: out of Ohio. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, that sounds bad. No, that's
1: a hundred percent true. Though.
0: I'm from <laughs> Detroit. So, not a lot of good
1: comes out of Ohio. I mean, you never really hear about Ohio, so that's fair.
0: Yeah. Beyond Cedar Point, which is the best. But, so, like, (laughs) Fiona came out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and she is beautiful, and you should love all of her Twitter, Instagram, anything.
1: She smiles and it's cute.
0: Oh, her smile is so cute. (laughs) So, beyond her smile... There's been some other things that have made us smile this year in. Are we talking about memes? Oh, we are talking about all of the memes. Twenty seventeen. <laughs>
1: um, I have a list of memes, but so do I. <laughs> I think memes. my favorite. I actually, I, I shouldn't talk about this because it's not twenty seventeen. Um, but the it memes were hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh. 2017 was meme central at where our office.
1: Oh yeah, I would just. I mean, I started working with you in August, so like a little over halfway through. But still, uh, but memes constantly tagging were memes.
0: like, <laughs> Yeah, memes but were central. My even first in experience
1: August. with Steph was saying was her saying like, "Oh, I want all the memes." <laughs> <laughs> It's um, true. But it killed it with the memes. It the movie killed it with Ugh. the memes. Um just like the whole
0: <laughs> All of the It memes, especially like, where Pennywise would say, Oh, I'll pay all of your student loans. And then it's like the younger brother jumping Jumps into in the, the sewer. <laughs> That's me. I'm that younger brother. It I me. want my student loans paid off. It me. Oh, I have tacos down here. You should get the tacos that are down here.
1: Oh, that's me. It that's me. That's me. I me. want those tacos. Um, The floor is was pretty hilarious.
0: <laughs> the floor is lava challenge was ridiculous. <laughs> it says the floor is lava. All right, so I'm getting on my couch. The floor is run the Jewels. I'm gonna lay, lay on the floor. floor. I'm gonna lay on the floor. Lay on the floor. The floor is made of pepper jack cheese. Yep, that's me. I want that. Tr- I want that floor.
1: I think it's really funny that of all things you pick pepper jack cheese. <laughs> I love pepper jack cheese.
0: I love spicy um, cheese. I also loved the mocking SpongeBob.
1: Oh, within bending for bending down, <laughs>
0: where he bends down with his elbows back. and it's like
1: oh you like this ew (laughs) you like this like oh man (laughs) my favorite thing about spud as of late is that we went out to go see uh thor as we mentioned earlier (laughs) with our friend uh michelle and joe who joe actually didn't end up coming to see the movie um but Michelle said that she never actually watched Spongebob and we got so pissed there. We got very salty <laughs> we about got
0: that. very We angry. got very twenty seventeen salty bay at that Michelle. Speaking
1: was- of salt bay, I enjoyed Salt Bay like in the beginning with the hand and the salt. But I feel like he got very overrated very quickly.
0: See, I relate because I put that much salt on everything <laughs> that I eat.
1: So there's a just a salty gener- yeah. su- generally salty human being.
0: Yeah. So I, I mean,
1: 2017. Had a lot I of really loved
0: the Joe Biden memes. See,
1: so I don't know that that was what I was going to start with, but I don't know that those were 2017. But I feel like I they deserve either, an honorable mention for being 2016. To,
0: I have related to those memes. No, they're hilarious. So much in 2017. They're very funny. I know that most of them started in November of 2016. But they
1: also carried on until like January no, of 2017. So I think they count.
0: Those memes are still my favorite of 2017.
1: They were very funny.
0: Joe Biden and all of that is... Honestly, I mean, I love, those so,
1: memes made me love Joe Biden even more because I'd like to believe that that's actually who he is. So
0: I loved Joe Biden before, so I knew he's a great human being.
1: He is, and he also just says whatever he wants. and that's what Exactly,
0: I love and I love that. <laughs> but you want me to talk about my favorite meme? My favorite meme... What's
1: the Babadook? Babashook. Babashook. <laughs> Babashook. In 2017. So
0: the ba- for those of you guys not aware, the Babadook, which was a horror film like created 2014? from 2016, 2015. Yeah, we'll
1: just say in the middle of them. But it's like a horror film when the guy he follows film you
0: from Australia. No,
1: he doesn't follow you. It's like the he lives in the basement.
0: It's a horror film from Australia about a character from a book. Yeah. And a mother who has been re- like divorced is. Reading I mean, we don't this, need to
1: go into it, but it's a horror film. Is reading this
0: book to her child, and the Babadook is the main character of this story, who is the evil villain. <laughs> Somehow showed up in Netflix's LGBTQ, LGBTQ series, so you know,
1: Baba the Baba,
0: so you know that Baba Duke was just someone trying to live their gay life <laughs> in the Australian community, trying to live their LGBTQ life, and you know what, the, the Baba Duke was shook. So that. Is, I mean, that was really funny. The, the Baba Duke was Baba Shook. There is a beer that I had within 2017 called the Baba Duke that was great. And you know what? I was Baba Shook after drinking that Baba Duke beer. <laughs> so. That was one of my most impressive moments. Like, I saw, this, year, this movie came out
1: years ago. This
0: is not like a it's new really film. It's just really
1: funny that like it popped up. Yeah, it is that. not
0: a new film, which is why. It also
1: wasn't that good.
0: I enjoyed but, the film, but it's not a new film. It's like a. The fact
1: that it was like a 2017 old. meme yeah. is just funny.
0: The fact that I was Baba Shook. <laughs> but the Bob was the most intense part of this year.
1: Okay, so do you want to move on to things that sucked in 2017?
0: Can we talk about the Kylo Ren challenge?
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, we should talk about the Kylo Ren challenge. So, if you've seen The Last Jedi, you will have seen the scene. Seen the scene. Um, seen we-
0: the scene. Spoiler
1: alert. <laughs> spoiler no. alert. Where uh, Adam Driver wears high-waisted pants and is shirtless. And is awful looking. It, I mean, I personally think it was not It was not attractive. I was into it. I was not. <laughs> but he uh, is not wearing a shirt. And it became a meme where uh, John Mayer did it and wore high-waisted pants. And it's not even like he was wearing high-waisted jeans. It's just like high-waisted, like loose pants. So,
0: the... The concept is that it's a man with broad shoulders wearing tiny, broad high-waisted shoulders
1: and pants. like the same torso. Like, so they just are like a pencil.
0: No, it's it's even like a smaller torso, <laughs> like smaller waist than your shoulders. So it's like a man with big shoulders and a tiny waist wearing high-waisted black jeans.
1: But they weren't even black jeans.
0: They were—they were like loose
1: pants. I mean, they were like—they were like slacks. The idea is the that
0: they're tight around that waist. Yeah.
1: Um, it was not great looking, and it's hilarious. And my favorite part is—is is it Ryan Johnson? The yeah. That Ryan Johnson said that Adam Driver was working out and looked real good, and that's why he put it in there.
0: I mean, I was into it. So. I mean, he did not look
1: real good. I'm oh, sorry. It was just very funny. I thought
0: M Driver was looking real good.
1: My favorite, my favorite thing about that is, like, you know how men hate when girls wear high-waisted jeans? Yeah. Is that what they I feel like? I wear
0: high-waisted like? jeans every day.
1: But is that what they feel like? when, Like, how I felt about Kylo Ren, is that what guys feel like when I wear high-waisted jeans? Because I get it.
2: I get it. Well, but those
1: high-waisted jeans were not even high-waisted. They are like, ultra high. Like they basically so, like went up to the top of his rib cage.
0: So if my boyfriend <laughs> had a hard time with me wearing high-waisted jeans, we need to talk about that. Oh no, I
1: only wear high-waisted jeans. They hold everything. I
0: in. say my high-waist. I literally they wear. They hold the,
1: everything. The
0: highest of the high-waisted jeans
1: is what I wear. <laughs> the highest of the high. <laughs> Well, uh, that was 2017.
0: Next time we're talking about how excited we are for the rest of 2018.
1: Let's go to Derek for today's final thoughts.
2: Again, uh, I think my number one comment about episode two was the fact that Lindsay and Stephanie were fucking absolutely wasted. Uh, it was really interesting to be here for it, (laughs) because it was just rambling nonsense. You guys get to listen to the, to the nice edited version, uh... I would say there was probably about an, a solid hour of cutout laughter. Uh, there was also, a, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think you guys cut this out where uh, you thought that Carl Urban's name was Keith Urban. You thought he was the Australian country superstar. Uh, but yeah, no, Hank McCoy. That's his name's not Hank McCoy. I think that's Beast from X Men. But uh, I guess I can't really talk now because I did the same thing. Thought Doctor McCoy was played by a blue mutant. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you guys, you guys fucked up quite a bit on that because <laughs> you're a wasted. Um, but yeah, I I think the uh, the main thing that I have to say about I guess TV and stuff that you guys discussed was the Stranger Things. Uh, the Chicago episode was kind of trash. Um, Everything else is pretty good.
0: Okay. Now that we've sobered back up, we want to thank you for listening to Drunken Uncultured.
1: You can keep in touch with us and follow all of our shenanigans and updates on Instagram at Drunken Uncultured.
0: We're on Twitter at drunkencultured Cultured, and you can send us an email at drunkenuncultured at gmail.com.
1: You can find Stephanie at underscore Steph in Color.
0: And Lindsay is online at Lindsay Sold Out. See you next episode.